0: Hey there, I'm Dez Trainer, the co-founder of Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 1. Marketing in Year 1. The most important tasks for any early-stage startup are simply to write code and talk to users. When we started Intercom, the latter was my job. About 50% of my time was spent communicating with potential users, whether that was things like asking to try Intercom by emailing them, meeting them at conferences, responding to them on blog comments, or even talking to them on Hacker News. Whatever it took, I was there. Looking back, I didn't see these activities as marketing, certainly not with a capital M, but they absolutely were. They allowed us to reach an entirely new audience who never would have heard of Intercom had I not talked to them. If you were to look at the first 100 paying customers for Intercom, I'd bet most came from one of these channels. Probably the most common question I get about this phase of Intercom is some version of, where did you get all the time to do this? My answer never changes the same place we got the time for writing code, designing our product, raising capital. You have the time. You've just decided that these tasks are a lower priority. I didn't decide that. There's a great story in Dr. Seuss' The 500 Hats of Bartholomew Cubbins. It's about a boy who, no matter how many hats he removes, always finds another hat underneath. Founding a startup is a lot like this. You're likely going to wear multiple hats and juggle them continuously. In the very early days of Intercom, the marketing hat fell on my head, but I'd be doing marketing a huge disservice if I said that's what I thought I was doing. I didn't have a perfectly mapped out content strategy. I didn't have an acquisition strategy. The plan was really simple. Get people to learn and talk about Intercom. So I was the person responsible for things like writing the blog, meeting people at conferences and speaking on stages. These tactics worked because they appealed to the types of people we were selling to. Writing articles about how to run a SaaS business, how to scale a SaaS business, grow your audience, pick your features, that was the best way to reach our audience, which were people working in SaaS companies just like Intercom. Our audience was approachable, attainable, and addressable. Does that mean that everyone should invest in content marketing early on? Absolutely not. Depending on your industry, your customer type, and your addressable market at your disposal, picking the wrong marketing tactic can leave you dead long before you've even started. Let's say you're building a new iPhone game aimed at children under 12. Opinionated articles on the industry aren't going to help you get traction. At a fundamental level, marketing is all about reaching people, and you can't reach people in ways that they're not reachable. Much like you can't ring people who don't have a phone, you can't content market to people who don't read, nor to industries that aren't as self-reflective as SaaS. You have to start by understanding the behaviours of the people you're trying to reach and then choose a particular marketing tactic based on those behaviours. Let me talk through a couple of examples. If you're selling a cool new piece of technology to developers like, say, Twilio are, community-focused activities like meetups are going to work a lot better than paid advertisements. If you're selling clinic management software to dentists, then speaking at or sponsoring a dentistry conference will probably outperform social media. And if you're selling dating apps to millennials, then clever PR or on-campus offline campaigns will likely beat event sponsorships. The reality is your audience needs to get to know and build trust with you. To do that, you need to build a presence in the channels where your audience is looking for solutions that your product provides. Once you have this core audience, pitching them becomes a whole lot easier. If you read an intercom blog post or met me at a conference around 2011-2012, you probably received an email from me at some point. I didn't send one-size-fits-all emails asking people to give us their credit card details. I'd always try to remind the recipient of how we met and explain why I was emailing them. Then I'd mock up a screenshot of how Intercom would look if they started using it, and I'd tailor the message to their use case. If they were a product manager, it would be about helping their customers to use a feature more. If they were a CEO, it would be about helping people to get active and reduce churn. Sending thousands of these personal emails was a grind, but the process was like a petri dish for all of our early marketing. When you start with an addressable and responsive audience, you get a pretty immediate feedback loop. If people respond with things like, piss off, don't ever contact me again, well, you know you got to refine your message. you got to keep trying. A lot of startups will spend untold time and resources cooking up some fancy marketing matrix when in fact you just need to have lots of real conversations with like-minded people about their problems and mutually explore how your product can solve them. If your product is in the vicinity of a real person's real problem and you have a pitch that resonates, you can't go too wrong, but you have to have those conversations. In the early days, you're usually just happy to have anyone talking about you. We were very lucky that a lot of our marketing, that is, the content we'd published, the talks we'd given, it helped us to get significant attention amongst our target audience. But attention doesn't pay the bills. Even getting to the top of product hunt and being tweeted about by the hottest VCs counts for little in the long run of building a business. You might do enough to capture some of the early adopters, but then the law of shitty click will come along and the effectiveness of this early attention grinds to a halt. The point here is that no matter how successful your early tactics are, you can't rely on them forever. Channels will become saturated, copycat competitors will emerge, and consolidated will-or-takes-all platforms will try to kill you before you're even out of the gate. You need to constantly work on marketing tactics that actually get people to buy your product. If you're actually planning to be around for the long term, instead of, say, an overnight sensation who lights up a tech crunch for a week, then you'll need to reach a larger part of the market And that requires a new set of channels, from things like PR to paid acquisition to SEO. You'll need all of this to survive. Good luck out there. This has been Intercom on Marketing.